Welcome to Girlfriends Pray Podcast. We are a prayer ministry for women, and our mission is to draw women closer to God through prayer. To learn more about Girlfriends Pray, go to our website, www.girlfriendspray.org. Follow us on social media at Girlfriends Pray and join us for prayer every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 712-775-7031, access code 943334-POUND. We invite you to connect, support, or become a partner of Girlfriends Pray. Remember, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says to pray without ceasing. God bless you. I want to I want to I want to pray first, and then I want to share what um, that the Lord um, gave me um, some time back. But I also think that it's um, that it's always apropos, um, and it's it's from Acts chapter fourteen. Um, it's the beginning of a church age when the church first got developed. And I think today we've kind of gotten away from that on how the church is supposed to grow. So I want to pray first, just to kind of guess all right, and then I want to share this word for a few on, on some basic foundational things. Even though we're in a time of change, some things never change. Father and God, we thank you for the, the, the pleasure of another day. We thank you that you were kind enough to allow us to wake up this morning. And then, God, you've given us strength, and most of all, God, you've given us gifts as we enter into the Passover season, as we remember um, what you did for us on the cross, let us not forget the cross. God, we find ourselves at a time as trouble has developed this country um, with the pandemic and some of the social issues. But, God, you're still God, and you're still in charge. And so, God, we thank you for the strength of these women and continue to pray and to minister and to share. And so we pray, God, for blessings upon them and their family. Um, and whatever they do, God, we pray that you allow them to prosper. And we thank you for this in Christ's name. Amen. In Acts chapter 14, um, I'm going to look at verses 21 and up to maybe 25. Um, simply, um, Paul says, um, they preached the gospel in that city and one of the large known disciples. And they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. Here it is. Strengthen the disciples and encourage them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. Paul and Barnabas appointed elders in them each church and prayed fast and committed them to the Lord. When they had put their, when they had put their trust and when they had preached the word in Perga, they went down to the tower. And from the table, they sailed back to Antioch, and they had been committed to the grace of God for the work they had now completed. On arriving, they gathered the church together and reported all that God had done through them and opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. And they stayed there for a while with the disciples. So, listen, I believe, um, and this is very, um, one of the things that we have to get back to is not only um, we have to get through salvation through evangelization. I think we're trying to build a church on 
um, programs, which is nice and whatnot. And um, we do a feeding program, and I feed people every week. I give out clothes. But we can't forget the ideal of just simply preaching the gospel, telling people about the good news and the grace and love of God, because I think the season of Advent kind of leads us to that. As we look at the Passover and we look at what we're about to celebrate in the Holy Week, it's all about the cruciformity of Christ being crucified and resurrected. And I think, and it's nice that we do individual ministry. I love men's ministry. I love um, marriage ministry. And, and, and that's for the saints. But for the eights, we have to get back to salvation, to evangelization. And then in verse 22, we, we have to get back to edification, education, and exhortation, strengthening the disciples and encourage them to remain true in the faith. Some of our people fall off because you can't follow Christ based upon your feelings. You have to follow based upon faith and based upon the revealed word of God, the revelation of God. And so we have to learn to begin to strengthen people. Not only do we have to give them education, but we have to give them edification and exhortation. We're good at exhortation, giving people truth and correcting, but then we have to be able to be encouraging to people. And I know you women and sisters are good at edifying one another. That's why you continue this ministry that you have for all this period of time. Now we have to learn to edify those who need edified, educate those who need education, and then exhortation. So verse 21 talks about us having salvation through evangelization. And chapter verse 22 says, edification, education, and exhortation to strengthen the body. But here's where we, I think, we're losing ground in, in verses 23 to 26. He says, he says, listen, he says, Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church, and they pray and fast and commit them to the Lord, whom they put their trust. And going through Poseidon and through Pamphylia, and when they had preached the word in Persia, they went down to the tea. From there, they sent back to Antioch, where they committed to the grace of God for the work that had been com- completed. Here it is, verse twenty-one. We're going to do. We need to um, begin salvation through evangelization. You can't get people. You can't get people saved without without evangelization, sharing the good news, the gospel, and the gospel is simply this: God loved them in spite of them, not because of them. And then we need to edify them and educate them, to exhort them, to continue to grow in that grace. Paul wrote to the church in Galatians, that thing that was started in the spirit, don't try to complete it in the flesh. One of the things we have to stop doing is, is condemning and damning people in their struggles. And instead of we have to edify them and build them up like a mother does to her children. That's why when they use the word El Shaddai is a strong-breasted one. They look at God as like a mother nurturing her children. And then finally, in verse 23 to verse 26, here it is. When there's maturation, there's got to be some duplication. When there's maturation, Paul, when you're when they're mature, now our responsibility is to reduplicate what we're doing with other, notice they went to all those other places and did that. They went moving about. And even in your local fellowships and even in your local communities of faith, we have to learn this process of maturation, which completes duplication. One of the things that we're struggling with is the ideal of secession. secession. Moses, he took Joshua. Paul took Timothy. Every 
believer, every believer ought to have a Timothy. Every believer ought to have a Joshua. Every believer ought to have somebody that they're pouring into so they can reduplicate what they're doing so that the gospel of Jesus Christ and the ministry of Christ can grow and spread through the region. And so Paul gave us this example when, when the church first, the first church was, was developed. And so I think as we live in this postmodern world with, with, with this pluralism, with multiple religions, with, with religions growing in our communities, with people who are becoming Buddhist and agnostic and Muslims and, and all these different ones, we have lost the edge because we, we failed to have salvation through evangelization. We just have church membership. We felt we're struggling with edification, education, and exhortation, and we're struggling with maturation and duplication. So as we mature and grow, in verse 27, there's a time that all of us need to, in verse 27, where they got together, they shared what the Lord had done for them, that celebration and glorification of what God has done. And don't forget this, they had a time of rest. So my sisters who... Who, who are single parents and working and doing ministry and doing all these other things, take some time out for some self-care that you can bless your body to re- regenerate so that you can, can go back to watch this, some salvation and evangelization. You can do some more edification and education. And, as you mature, and guess what? As you mature in years, um, you better have some duplication because these old bodies ain't built to last. We, we wait to get our new house. And so every now and then, when at the end of your day, my, my sisters, learn to have some celebration and some glorification. But then make sure that you give yourself some relaxation. I thank you for allowing me to be with you this morning. As you can hear, my voice is a little weary because I'm of the season, and I'm learning about maturation and duplication, so I don't have to be the only one that's doing the edification and education. So I thank God for this privilege, and I thank God for allowing me to share with you this morning, and I pray that God will continue to bless this ministry. Amen. Amen.